0: Sunshine, rocking the good time with all our friends. Easy and carefree out in the summer breeze, line on a subsur hours on end. Around right about sundown, we lay on the ground, count on the stars as they come out one at a time. Ain't this
1: a sweet life? Hey everybody, I'm X Factor winner Tate Stevens, and welcome to the Sweet Life Podcast, where we talk about everything from music, sports, food, entertainment, And, well, just living the sweet life. Hey, everybody. Tate Stevens here, along with A.J. Kronk. Yep. Um, (laughs) Such enthusiasm. It's so good. Uh, (laughs) I noticed that you don't have your your orange monster. You have a green one. Don't get me started. So I thought you found a ton of them. Didn't you buy them? No. No. I have like a, a...
2: like a case of them uh-huh. at the house. So I do just... like one a day or something like that. But um, no, I stopped at the gas station on the way here. The the black can here. That's mm-hmm. all they had. Really? All the monsters they had. Yeah, they well, may have had like one of a different kind well, or something. What
1: what flavor is the? Is that the original? It's just the original. I don't know what. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I I not I've never drank a monster. The original green death. The, the, <laughs> the original can of death. That's Um, right. Yeah, no, I've never even drank, I've never had a drink of a monster energy drink. Um, I had, back in GoFast, I don't know if you remember GoFast. No. um, It was an energy drink that our band was sponsored by at one point. (laughs) So good, right? And it actually tasted great. What era was this? 2000, I was in the Junkies. Oh, okay. All Junkie days, yeah. We got a little GoFast thing. 2008, I was gonna say mid six, to late, late
2: 2006 or 2000s, 2000. like six, seven, yeah, right in there, somewhere around there,
1: yeah. So, and, and it was good, it actually tasted good, it was kind of like green apple kind of mm-hmm. flavor. That's
2: kind of the way this
1: is, yeah, it's pretty good, man. But I realized they had like sugar free, uh, and then they had the regular, the, the you know, the leaded, unleaded, like, yeah, right? I was say. Um, and and uh, I thought, well, you know, if I just drink the unleaded version of it. You know, we won't have to get all the sugar. No, dude, it was still, I, I drank three of them in a row. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was just buzzing. It was terrible. The
2: most I ever had in like, well, I say one sitting is on the way we were on the way to play somewhere. I want to say it was like Southern Kansas, maybe even Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. We were, we are all riding like a bus together and, uh, um, I had 88 ounces of Red Bull. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! I was feeling pretty good.
1: Yikes! I crashed pretty hard, but I was feeling pretty good. Yeah, I, I yeah, like I said, I don't I don't normally drink energy drinks like that, but uh, yeah, never had one of those. Never had a monster. So yeah. Anyway, whatever. All right. Well, today, man, we uh, we're gonna get into this. Uh, I, so they have a, a, a challenge on on uh, social media. Okay. Um, artists will challenge other artists to deep cut. So oh. meaning they're, they're like, okay, sing, a, sing an album cut <clears throat> that you like, you know, from any artist. It doesn't matter. It, so, you know, there's no genre. Uh, it doesn't matter. You can sing whatever song, but it, it can't be a – it couldn't be a single. It has to be an album cut. Yeah. So um, I was just scrolling through social media, and I saw that, and I thought – you know that's a pretty cool idea. We need to talk about those because a lot of the songs that were album cuts um, are better than the singles that were released. Sometimes, you know, yeah. um, or they're just as good. Mm-hmm. They could have been a single or should have maybe been a single off an album that only had one or two singles off of it. There was that other song, yeah, that was probably you know needed to be a single. Mm-hmm. Um, and some now, in, in some cases, you you'll find artists that'll release an album and they'll put two or three singles out or whatever their number that they feel on that album, their label feels. Yeah. Um, and then they'll go back and get a song off that, that previous album or two previous albums before and re-record it yeah. to release it because it is a great song. And they kind of, like, missed it. Yeah. kind of happens. Or another artist will pick it up and put it out. That happens a lot, you know. But anyway, so this is Deep Cuts, Um, and, and like I said, there's no genre. It doesn't matter what genre of music it's, deep cuts. It's deep cuts. Um, so, uh, and I know we we sing album cuts when we do mm-hmm. acoustic stuff and sure. things like that. Everybody does. Because yeah. there's so many songs on an album, I mean, 10 to 15, 20, whatever yeah. that artist. And, and, you know, so as you scroll through the album and you're like, man, it's a really good song, you start... Learning, or you learn that song and you play it because it's a good yeah. song, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that's kind of what we're talking about today. It's going to be yeah. a good one. Y'all hang on. So, okay, I have a list, not a real big list because I, you know, I was just sitting here. I don't know. I got probably 15 songs or, you know, 15, I don't know um like 12 so <laughs> Two, three, four, five, yeah. six, seven. so anyway um we're going to go through we'll just kind of back and forth see what you got yeah um you know so I'll let you go first you go okay. first on your your list and uh we'll uh, see what you got okay well
2: um and these are in no particular order i just yeah just hammered them on as, as soon as i thought of them uh, there's a song Foo Fighters put out called Enough Space.
1: Enough
2: Space. It's, uh, if you know it, you know it. If you don't, you don't. Right. those things. It's, uh, he wrote it, um, if I remember the story right, he told the story. He wrote it as uh, like overseas in London, I think, okay. or somewhere over there. Um, they don't really like mosh, you know, as far as like, you know, people out in the crowd, they jump up and down. Like hop, yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. So he wrote the song by like hopping up and down, and he like found a tempo because he knew he he wrote it for like oh, just we're for going that. over. We're going yeah. over there, so I got to write this song. It was, like an opener for the show, and he, so he started hopping up and down and found like the tempo of the song, mm-hmm. and uh, like he came up with a a riff, and he was just like, "All right, guys, I wrote this song for tonight. Let's uh, you know, and taught it to everybody, and they wow. did it, and
1: he." You think about his Dave is is so <laughs> dude, that guy is like a genius. Yeah. You know yeah, he, like yeah. he's a savant yeah. kind of musician, artist. Mm-hmm. Um everything that he does is artistic. Yeah. You know, I mean from I mean he's a great drummer. Just, yeah, you yeah. throw down on the drums and he's mm-hmm. a great guitar player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he can sing, mm-hmm. you know, and his writing and, and his music, he he arranges different music. Yeah. Well, he's got a book out. I guess
2: it just came out. I just downloaded the audiobook. I've I think I've gotten through... It's like 10 hours uh-huh. audio book. I think I've gotten through like six or seven hours of it. But
1: Wow. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Who um, you got? So, okay, we'll start with... <clears throat> obviously, start with like Garth. Um, Garth has, you know, a ton of singles that he put out. But every one of his albums has been so successful, um, let's say pre the last two, you know, the last two or three albums, studio albums that he's put out. Yeah. They've all, I mean, obviously sold like 150 million records. So, right. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, um, like from the first album up until just like recently, pretty much, he's had so many single or, you know, so many albums out that were so big, um, Going back, thinking, just thinking in my head, I'm like, what were some of the things that, you know, off that first album, A New Way to Fly?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it was never a single. But God, what a great song. Yeah. You know, um, and and, and um, I know one, which was a Charlie Pride song, you know, original. Charlie had it, and I think it was a single for Charlie Pride. Garth cut it, put it on the first record because it was yeah. real country and stuff. But like those two songs. Um then you get a few albums later. Um maybe the Chase or In Peace is one of those albums. You had like Dixie Chicken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dixie right? Chicken, yeah. Uh, like face to face. Yeah. Oh wow. What a dark song. Yeah. yeah but so he's ha- he he if you listen to some of those albums, some of them are pretty dark.
0: You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. So
1: he's got some dark stuff. The content is pretty dark in, in mm. a lot of those songs. But like face to face and uh yeah, New Way to Fly, I know one. Just great songs. Yeah. Um but different. There those cuts and some people might not have liked those kind of songs as far as like face to face and yeah, things like that. Um but just you know, for me, that that those are a few of the many uh off those first few, like four or five or Four or five albums. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Here's one for me.
2: Um, one of my first big guitar guy mm-hmm. hero guys was Jimi Hendrix. Right. And uh the song Bold as Love by Jimi Hendrix. Bold is Love. I've never heard that. Never heard it. <laughs> never heard it. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. Uh, I need a, I need a sound effect <laughs> for that. Deep cuts. Yeah, no, uh, that's awesome though. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think John Mayer covered it at one point. It's a. Uh, What's it called? Bold as love. Bold. Yeah, it's a. It's a good tune. Bold a, is or as. As bold as love. Like you're as bold as love, or whatever. But uh, yeah, that was uh, one of those that I would just.
1: I'm gonna. Is I'm one gonna,
2: of those that I'd listen to on repeat, just like
1: man. I like that song. You know, I don't know why, but I like that song. So yeah, and and some people will be like, "Oh, I know that song," and that song sucks. Yeah, who cares? It's <laughs> it, it's your opinion. We have our own. So I like. I'm gonna go listen to that because I may have heard it, but I don't. It doesn't ring a bell mm-hmm. to me. So I will definitely listen to that one. Um, I had Aldi. So I was listening to Jason Aldean the other day, just on in the uh, truck, and I'm like, uh, his old stuff was really good. You know, some of his new stuff is not to me. It's not very good. Yeah. Um. A lot of people love it. Great. Good for him. Right. <laughs> um. He had a song on the first album, his very first album, called "Good to Go." Okay. Um. If you hadn't heard it, I I thought it should have been a single. Okay. You know. Um. It, it's a good story. You mm-hmm. know. Uh. Man, if this is good as it gets, then I'm good to go. Mm. You know what I mean? Kind of. Kind of one of those things. Pretty good. Uh, off, it might be on that same album, that first album, I Believe in Ghosts. What a cool tune. You know, just, it, it just kind of. I Believe in Ghosts. Yeah. It, yeah, dude, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's it, to me, um, uh, it's like Black Tears. He's got an album cut on one of his and I think <laughs> you all these songs, I Yeah, yeah, no well, uh so uh, and I don't know Deep Cuts. Uh, I don't know uh Black Tears. Um who recorded somebody else recorded that like Florida Georgia Line or oh, something really? or maybe they wrote it or something like that. I don't I don't remember. It it's somebody um that's a you know a, a big name artist now. They cut it too. Hmm. But Jason has a cut of it and uh yeah, I I'm and it's about a stripper. Black, you know, she's crying black tears. Her makeup's running, so she's got oh. black tears. You know, it's a cool song, yeah. you know. Um, black tears rolling down from the eyes of an angel in a sinner's town. It's pretty cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah, she reveals and they all cheer. Then she cries black tears. Kind of cool. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of different, but I like those. There's a, you know, like I said. Kind of could... like the um, turn the page type thing. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah, but kind of, kind yeah. of, kind of a different. Yeah, it's different. Obviously, <laughs> you know, you wrote that about being on the road and you know just living life as a, you know. Well, yeah. The uh, sorry, I, I get my versions
2: mixed up. Uh, Metallica re-recorded that song, in the video, yeah, absolutely. the video was about a stripper.
1: Oh, okay. All right. So that's... Right. uh. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess interpret it interpreted how you want. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. So. Um. And and. We could do this for hours and sure. hours and hours. We could have fifty deep cut and have one of these Rogan episodes. It's yeah. like six yeah, we, hours. Yeah, we could do this so just a few. Here's just a <laughs> few. So people are like, What about this song? What about that song? You know, like I said, leave us leave us some comments of the songs that were good album cuts that you liked, uh, your deep cuts yeah. that you you liked a lot. So You know those we'll guys have
2: it. you know those guys have long podcasts when they have to like during the show ask each
1: other for bathroom breaks.
2: <laughs> Oh man,
1: that'd
2: be be, awful. Yeah, well, my next one is well, I put okay. It's the um the band is the Ranch, Keith Urban's band from back before Keith Urban became Keith Urban.
1: Keith Urban,
2: but um he uh had this band, three-piece country band they called The Ranch. It. They killed they it. They freaking killed it. Absolutely. Like, Hank, Don't Fail Me Now. Walk, oh, I yeah. think Walk in the Country, that may have been... That was their single. Yeah, it may it have... It one of single. It may have charted somewhat, mm-hmm. but, you know, Hank, Don't Fail Me Now, yep. Desiree. Um, uh, God, I, every song on the album I could just sit there and listen to. Clutterbilly at the end. Uh, he did a cover of Stuck in the Middle. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, it's just...
1: Three guys making more noise on stage than oh a six God. piece band. Good Lord. And they were great musicians. They were so good. So good. I I remember seeing them a long time ago in Nashville. And there wasn't anybody there at the show. Isn't that so? Because they because they were just new and we had happened to be in town yeah. recording some stuff and and um it was like these dudes are throwing down. And yeah. we were like who are these three dudes? I mean, it sounded like there was four guitar players. Yeah, you know, and they were just killing it. They were absolutely killing it. Yeah, but yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right, so um, gotta so kind of throw back to the that '80s rock, the okay. '80s rock thing. Yeah. Um, Ario Speedwagon, because I grew up. So yeah, yeah. My 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 siblings are a lot older than I am, so I had I had a lot of different music did we do an episode about influ influences. Yeah it was influences. Yeah. yeah yeah. So uh but audio speedwagon love them Love Audio Speedwagon. I got yeah. to I have some pictures in here somewhere of me and Audio Speedwagon on stage when I got to I got to play with them and I don't know where they are. I'll have to find them and show everybody. Anyway, I got to play and, and sing with them on stage. Got up on stage and just rocked my face off, you know. Yeah. And I know they were like, "This poor bastard is, <laughs> yeah, he's not doing good." <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, on on the High Fidelity uh, album, yeah, which was one of their biggest albums. Um, they had so many so many great songs on there, but. Uh, uh, in your letter, in your letter, ooh, in your letter, pong, pong. I just I don't know why it's kind of a cool song, uh, and and follow my heart, um, two off that album, just album cuts that were never really yeah. singles, and and uh, but everyone knows them. So as I was like going through these songs, I'm like, oh, that's a that no, that was not a single. Yeah, you know, journey. You talk about journey. I, I was looking and I'm like, okay, so obviously Faithfully and Open Arms and all these singles that they had. Like, uh, Still They Ride was, everybody knows the song. Mm -hmm. And so I was digging today, because I'm like, that was never a single. There's no video on it. There's videos out on YouTube of them doing it live, but there was no official video. Yeah. Faithfully has official video. Open Arms has, you know, Don't Stop Believing. They all have official videos. Still They Ride, Don't. Have a, an official video for that, so I was like, "Hmm." So I googled and looked up as much as I could on it. It's one of those great songs that never was a single; it's just a cut, album cut.
2: Did I ever oh send you that video of the um, the dude that overdubbed the the noise on uh, or the, <laughs> the music on, on? I think it's separate ways on the video. Oh, yeah, and it's just the, and it's like, just them like, should... like they're stomping their feet, and no. you hear them like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 I and did. Like,
2: one guy's like. Hitting a keyboard, and all you hear is like...
1: Yeah, you just, <laughs> yeah. it's like they're actually shooting the video, and you hear what they're doing instead of the music. Yeah. yeah. And you hear their feet shuffling around on the ground. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so funny. That uh, is funny. Yeah. That's good um, stuff. All right, so go ahead.
2: Yeah. Well, my next one, and this is kind of an oddball one. I used to listen to a lot of like just oddball stuff. Uh, one of the first things that came to mind was Alice in Chains' Queen of the Rodeo. We <laughs> yeah well, yeah it's it's me. about everything you probably think it would be it's uh actually what made me kind of this song resonate with me it's uh half of its country and half of its like thrashy it uh, wow <laughs> like the, all the verses and the uh, actually the verse and the chorus it's all like <laughs> like just like two beat country you know and uh then it comes to like a solo part and it's just like <laughs> what is <are they> <laughs> it you know just yeah. <laughs> just crazy. and then it gets like <laughs> <laughs> boom 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 but it's like yeah the wow. crazy it's about like this guy uh, i guess becoming like dressing up like a like being a cross dresser and going to the rodeos or something <laughs> i can't
1: i can't remember since oh, it's long time
2: but it uh yeah that was
1: that was one <laughs> we <laughs> <the> deep cuts. <laughs> Nobody really knows that one. Yeah, no. Or not that, a lot of people know that one. Yeah, I would imagine. Maybe only only Allison Chain fans would probably know yeah, that one. That's pretty accurate. Here's here's a here's a okay, Craig Morgan uh is one of those guys who's got a ton of great album cuts. Um he's got a ton of great you know, he's had to hit records obviously, but he has got a ton of great album cuts. Um it's called Love Forever or, or uh, I I don't know the whole title might be uh, I think it's love forever because uh, it's if you like that you're gonna love forever okay oh my god what a great it's country man uh, that dude can write a damn country song for real country like yeah. real country and and remind me why I'm crazy my favorite all time w- Craig's got some great songs mm-hmm. um, and and this remind me why I'm crazy wrote he wrote by himself and if you haven't heard it the people that listen to this podcast, Craig Morgan, Remind Me Why I'm Crazy. It was on his Whole Lot More To Me album, which is one of his last studio albums that he he put out in the mm-hmm. last like two, three years. Yeah. Um Yeah, Remind Me Why I'm Crazy, man. Oh my God. And it's like, dang, man. It's it's good. It's so good. Yep. It's one of those good ones. He's got a great, like I said, he's got a ton of great uh, country stuff. Yeah. That were just album cuts, you know, um, that were, that should have made, well, I mean, I don't, but I don't know. They're probably two country for country music, country radio, which is, which is how in the still, hell is that I even know, thing? I, but whatever. I
2: hate hearing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Which yeah.
2: brings me to the next guy right. who throws up a big middle finger to that phrase. Oh, That's okay. Chris Stapleton. Perfect. Um, Perfect. I don't know if this was, an if you can consider this an album cut or not, but uh, the song Maggie.
1: mm yeah, well, I'm sure it's an album cut, but I don't know because yeah. I don't think they released it. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think they released it as a single. I don't think it was a single. Um, dude, talk
2: about it, just—it's so good. But yeah. It, okay, so I mean, you know what that song's about, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's uh, for anybody that has had a dog. Yeah.
1: It's like oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's the it's the um, Marley and Me uh, song version.
2: Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's
1: like, instead of the movie Marley and Me, because uh, if you don't cry at the end of Marley and Me, there's something wrong with you. I've never seen it. Oh, it's a good one. Golly. If you like dogs, it's... What's it's, the song,
2: Tojo or something? Or the, not song, the uh, the movie, I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's about a, it's a Kevin Costner movie. It came out just just a few years ago. Um, he had like a team, like a race, like sledding sled- dogs.
1: Oh, yeah. And then it was, what is that called? Yeah, I don't. I, don't, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking remember, about, but it's yeah. uh, dude. <sighs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but anyway, anything
2: to do with dogs. The I'm dogs' just purpose.
1: Like, you ever seen that one?
2: No, <sighs> I hadn't seen that, but I, I don't think I can bring yeah, myself. Thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot for
1: that, dude. <laughs> thanks a lot. For <laughs> now every time I see a dog and it comes to me and it like looks at me and. You know, I think about every dog that I've had that has gone has died, yeah. and I'm like, "Are you that?" Well, dude, there's even. Uh, you ever watched the cartoons uh, Futurama? No.
2: It uh, same people that made The Simpsons, right? Right, the Simpsons. right, right, right. Yeah, it's about this kid. He uh, falls into like modern day times. Right. He falls into like this cryogenic freezer type thing. Falls in there and gets suspended, and finally comes out of it like eons down the line, like maybe the year. 3580 or something, you know, something (laughs) weird, you know, the, like the love interest on the show is like some girl with purple hair and one eyeball in the middle of her forehead. And that's it, you know, just, so it's way yonder in the future. Anyway, he finds what he thinks is the remains of his dog that he had. And, uh, and he was thinking about like taking the uh, you know DNA from the dog and, and cloning his dog, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I'll have my dog back and everything." Yeah. And then so, you know as the episode goes along, it, it, he's just like, "Yeah, you know, no, he lived a full life, you know he he probably just didn't even remember me anyway." And, and uh, before he got frozen, he was a uh, pizza delivery guy. Uh-huh. Well, this dog went to the pizza delivery shop and would oh. just sit there. And, like, it showed, like, season by season, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. Like, the owner would come out, give him, you know, pizza to eat and stuff like that. And then, you mm-hmm. know, like, season, season, season ago. And then you see the owner come out again. And he's, like, all gray and, and with the cane. <laughs> yeah. And the dog is just, like, sitting there. And the show goes off the air with, like, the dog just, like, put his head down. I was like... Terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. <laughs> 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 it's like...
1: You're crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> yeah, man, dogs. They get me mm-hmm. every time. All right, so um, J- talk about King George for a minute. Let's bring some George Strait music in here. Uh, so many great singles, obviously. So many great albums. Um, I was just like, okay, what album was that even? On? You know, like songs. I'm going through the albums. I'm like, oh, yeah, what song? Um, there's a good one. It was never a single. Um, it's called Lefty's Gone. And and uh, it just talks about music, um, and it talks about uh, Lefty Frizzell music Mm -hmm. and and stuff like that. Like always late, Uh, yeah. You know, always late brings me down. You know what I mean? It's just like uh, it's not right, but Lefty's gone. Just a good song. Just Uh, a good song, man. Just it's one of those songs. Um, uh, What was it? So uh, many. Rhythm of the Road. Rhythm. I used to do this song. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we would, we would start, uh, not start a show with it, but it was one of the songs in our, in our show long years ago, back in the Cadillac days. Yeah, uh, I'd rather be home, but I make my living on the go. Big silver eagle spreads her wings, drops us at another show. I think about holding my baby tonight as I listen to the big wheels roll. Three days into a six-week tour, getting in the rhythm of the road. The rhythm of the road got a mind of its own. If you fight a little, driving insane. It's just about being on the road, being huh. on tour, and it was it was awesome. It, it struck home to me because we were out, you know, we were <laughs> yeah. out on the road all the time, and we did that song every night. It was just one of those songs. Um huh. I uh, just can't see Texas from here. That was another one. It was never a single. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. So, I mean, like I so said, we could do this all night long. We could sit here and go, oh, all,
2: all night long.
1: All night. There wasn't that. That was a cut, though. So we can't. Yeah, that, that one wasn't. That one. wasn't that's so he got <laughs> um, any a more. a shallow cut. Yeah, that's a
2: shallow one. Do you have any more? Oh, yeah. I yeah, yeah, got a few Come more now. All right. Okay. And you're going to laugh at me on this one. Okay. But, um, Big and rich. Okay, hey, the dude in two thousand four. There was a horse of a different color. Yep, that album first came out. That what that album? I sit there and listen to over and over. I'm just like, this is unlike anything I've
1: ever heard. Very eclectic, but yes. but it's yeah, no, because John, John's and Kenny. Oh, I was gonna say
2: they're both nuts. Yeah, both nuts,
1: but they're but, both good writers.
2: Yeah, and just like stylistically, like everything they did, it was just like, oh my god, it's like. Who are these guys even human? Like yeah. what what is this music? And uh one song on there that I used to love <laughs> to listen to just because it's so it's so dumb and but it's you know, uh real world is what it's called. Uh, it starts off with the, the lyric, um there's a girl from channel thirteen. Yeah, and yep. she's gonna fall in love with yeah. me. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah.
2: I remember that.
1: Yeah, that, that's a good. One. You know, uh, so I was singing the song the other day, and it, and it reminded me of this. Of these kind of deep cut album cuts. Um, yeah, Joe Nichols ha- has a song, and I don't remember the name of the album it was on. Um, one's called Revelation. One of his one of these songs is called Revelation. Pretty cool song. Um, and it is about a revelation. That's just what it's about. Okay. Um, but there's one. I think Mark Wills cut this song too, if I remember right. And I don't think either one. N- neither one of them had released it as a single.
2: Okay.
1: Um, it's called "Singer in a Band." Mm. And it, what what a great song. It, it, okay, so it, it the premise of the the song is, you know, um, we all have heroes. We all look up to athletes or actors yeah. or whoever, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of us look up to our artist heroes, you know. And people are like, "Oh my gosh, you're." You know, you're so great. You you know, I'm whatever. Um, and the song, you know, uh, I'll I'll be glad to sign my autograph if you want me to. God knows I love singing, it's what I was born to do. You see me up there center stage, my name there up in lights. But when the show is done and I'm on the bus riding through the night, I think of third grade angels with dark circles neath their eyes. Uh not a trace of hair left on their head saying, Daddy, don't you cry. Um a, a single mom working overtime college kid reading to the blind when you look for heroes know that I'm just a singer in a band mm. it's a great tune man yeah it's one of those story song kind of but it, it, it's one of those things that it's like oh yeah that's well Some done. Of the best songs are well story done. songs yeah no know. that and, and for me and that's why I love country music so much I think um, not that other genre uh, genres don't have story songs but it's hard to find good story songs that you can kind of, that you can um, relate to Mm -hmm. that aren't country music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not, like I said, not that other genres of music, they don't have great story songs. There are some great story songs, you know? Um, You talk about Bob Seger and and Turn the Page. Yeah. What a great story song. It's just Mm -hmm. the life and, and times of a touring rock guy back in the 70s. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it's awesome. Got any more? (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: I got a couple more. This one's kind of silly. Okay. But um, we're now, yeah. Not a lot of people, no, not (laughs) a lot. Yeah. But not a lot of people remember this song. This was off of, remember when Garth Brooks put out that, um, what is it? The uh, something sessions. I can't remember the, uh, I think it's the one that he did the Good Ride Cowboy. Uh huh. Uh The Lost Sessions or something like that. Right. Where
1: so, where he had either covered, like, he did, uh, uh what's the Dirt Man song? He did uh, Fishing in the Dark. That was on there.
2: Um,
1: may, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Well, he did a
2: song on there called Cowgirl Saddle. Now I'm back. <laughs> it was basically, it, it was Ooh. on like a limited release okay. of it. Okay. Okay because I remember it but then I went back to try to find it on a CD that I had because I had like two versions of it on a right, CD right. and I couldn't find it and uh, it was like on some limited edition or whatever but it basically uh, <laughs> him uh, basically if he dies he wants to be brought back as a cowgirl's saddle that's uh, that's oh, what <laughs> I know. And uh, at first, you know, I'm just sitting there, you know, the, the CD playing in the background, and just listening. I'm, you know, got halfway through the song and I'm just like, wait, what? What? <laughs> All right, then. But yeah, yeah, that's nice. uh, that's one of the deep cuts, one of those ones that first pop into my mind of, of songs that I remember that probably not a lot of people know. Um, Tim McGraw. You need an Back- outlaw. Yeah. <laughs> Indian Outlaw. Don't take the girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One time a guy paid me twenty bucks in the tip jar
1: to stop singing Don't Take the Girl. I would have yeah, absolutely. I'd have been like, yeah, okay, yeah, i uh, never do it again. Because
2: I I was like, I just got a ten dollar requ- or a five dollar request or whatever it was to play to, Don't like, Take the Girl and and uh dude is like, No. And I was like, <laughs> tip me twenty and I'll stop. And I get they're like through the first chorus and like uh, you know halfway through the second verse and he's brought me a 20 stuck it right in my face dropped it in the tip jar I was like doctor yeah yeah right, that's it All right, good
1: (laughs) he paid me more (laughs) so McGraw man uh, give it to me straight off that off the off the not a moment too soon yeah Um, a buddy of mine wrote that song Um, and he produced the Dixie Cadillacs album that I was on see a guy named Steve Grauberger uh, but what a cool song was never a single, you know uh, But give it to me straight Sing out my blue while I sit here and cry Tell me how my baby got and so good at goodbyes It's gonna take a fireman to put this old flame out So come on, give it to me straight Before I come unwound yeah. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's I've little... tried to do that, write songs that and have incorporate other, stuff. other yeah. people's titles, song titles. That's so can't, hard. Yeah, I can't do it, but uh, that was a good one. And uh, I wouldn't want it any other way. No, I wouldn't want it any other way. What a good song, man. Just um, his first album, one of my favorite Tim McGraw songs uh, that he has ever done, was his, uh, I think it was his first single, uh, Memory Lane. Mm. Cause I'm walking down memory lane, cause I know I'll be running into you. I mean, it's kind of a cool huh. song. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was my yeah. Tim McGraw guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I Joe can. Diffie. Um, if I had any pride left at all, Joe Diffie. Oh yeah. We set We did it mm-hmm. uh, in our one of the little music yeah. things. Say, I remember that. Just as country as it can be. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Dude, you need to put out just a straight up country country album. I do. I would love to do that. I'd have to get the money. But you know, I'd have to find the money. Who needs money? Who needs money? Let's go get a credit card. <laughs> yeah. You have checks in your checkbook? Yeah. You got money. Just get right if you can just write anything on a
2: check. <laughs> okay, my last one that I have on here, and this was uh I remember I guess it was about the, right about the time that I moved out of my parents' place when I was younger. Right. Um, first time out of the house, you know, I had my nineteen ninety Ford Taurus with the big old subwoofer Absolutely. in the trunk, and yes, sir, and uh, you know, thumping uh, Toby Keith and and uh, whatever going down the road. Um, Brad Paisley's Part Two album, love it already, oh, dude. Great, album. that was my first Brad Paisley album, and it's one of those I could listen to front to back, yep. you know, just Me too. on loop. Me and, too. And uh, my favorite album cut on that song is part two. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The title track. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that ever charted or anything, but no. dude, just a good song.
1: Yeah. On that album, on the part two album, was he doing, he wasn't doing the uh, Kung Pao Buckaroos at Not the end. Not yet. So what was at the end of that one? Do no, the end of that one, was that um, Munster Rag or... Yes. Okay. Munster yep. Rag was that one. Yep. Um, on that album, it's really, there's so many good songs on that album, on the part two album. Yeah. There's so oh, many yeah. good ones. Um, again, there's another guy who his first body of work was really good. Yeah. And it just kind of went yeah. away. Like, he started... Excuse me. He started singing... I mean, I can't say he went away. He still has some really good songs. Yeah. But, I mean... I think everybody went away here recently. He still, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all did. I got one more. Um, I'm going to combine these two guys. Clay Walker. Uh, obviously, we just did a show with him not too long ago. Yeah. Um, the silence speaks for itself. I sing it every sound check. That's my sound check song. Oh, that and, the yeah and, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it has uh, it has been um, for probably fifteen or twenty years. Wow. Oh. There's an no oil well down on Johnson's Road. Yep. That one. That's oh, yeah. Um, that one, uh, and and Money Ain't Everything is a good one. That's a good song. Also, Clay Walker. Also, Clay Walker. And then, so Randy Houser, <clears throat> huge Houser fan, man. Uh, guy's amazing. Uh, Route Three, Box 250D. That's that's tough. That's a tough song. Mm. And, and I don't know. I, I, I hope it's not his life, but I think it is. I'll have to listen to that. Yeah, because he's from Mississippi, so.
2: Mm, There's also one, um, Highway 20 Ride,
1: by Zach Brown Band. That was a single. Was it a single? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stupid. On that Highway 20 Ride. Yeah, that was a single. All right, man. Well, you know what time it is, AJ. It is time. To pick up the phone and uh, surprise somebody that they're gonna be on a podcast. Oh, all right, here we go. Let's see, let's see, Uh, who do we got? Who you gonna call? Who you gonna call? I'm gonna call my buddy Rob Elkins. Now I'm gonna tell you a little. I'll set this up. Rob is, um, I think he's a regional manager um, for Boot Barn Western Store, right? So I'm gonna, I'll find out for sure. But I know he's some big. Big manager guy at Boot Barn, regional yeah. guy. And uh good dude. He's been in that in that line of work for a long time now. And so I got some questions for him to see uh what uh, you know
2: hey, hey, what kind of price can he get me on some <laughs> Scully shirts? <Yes>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: here we go. Let's call him. God, it's loud. Yep. It's on there. Yeah, it's good. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, hello. Rob, what's up, dude? Hey, surprise. You were on a podcast, my friend, no, on, on your podcast. <laughs> no, somebody else's. We're just piping in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So AJ and I are sitting here and uh, we're doing this new thing uh, on our podcast this season. Uh, we're just randomly calling people and having them on.
0: Well, right on. What's so, up, AJ?
1: Not much, my friend. Okay. Okay. Where are you at right now? You home or are you you away? I am at home. Oh well, good, good, good. Um. Okay. So, are you the regional manager
0: at Boot Barn? District manager. Okay, district Boot Barn, and cover Missouri, Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, South Dakota. Okay, perfect. Um, I just heard Missouri. That's all that matters.
1: Uh anyway. Um, Missouri, Missouri. As a, <laughs> I hate that. I, okay, so you say Missouri or Missouri? Missouri, yeah, Missouri. Yeah. I hate when people say Missouri. I'm just like Norm Stewart's
0: it, the only person I've ever heard say
1: Missouri. <laughs> well, we'll let him get away with it. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, real quick, just so you're you're in the Western Wear world right now. You've uh, you've been there for for quite a while.
0: About five years.
1: Yeah. So. Um, do you watch Yellowstone? Are you a Yellowstone guy? I do okay Okay me too. So AJ we just got AJ hooked he's he's uh, he's doing the the uh, binge watching of Yellowstone right now because yeah. he knows next month it comes out. So um, in in the western wear industry when Yellowstone debuted did you guys see a big jump in clothing?
0: Like with that. Yeah. So without a doubt, um, you know, like when you think of Western wear, you think of like pearl snap shirts and, and things like that, nothing right. in that, but more what I would consider like country, um, flannel shirts, jeans, boots, um, ball caps, right. cowboy hats. Yeah. Right, like, right. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Well, and that's even like, um, even like Kendall Jenner had a pair of, of boots on the other day and, and everybody's looking for the boots she wore. So Western like, country's kind of in
1: vogue right now yeah i mean which is which is uh it's never went away for me um but you know i i, I think i think there's a whole new not i don't even know how to say it there's a whole new group or or yeah. uh, of people who kind of got turned on to it from this show um,
0: Dude, you can say your country when country wasn't cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, you know, it's funny. So, uh, you know, back in the day, we starched our jeans and our shirts to where, you know, they'd stand up by themselves. <laughs> and um, then when, when that became not the cool hip thing to do, you know, um, my wife, she was just like, okay, yeah, you can stop doing the starching thing. And, and it bothered me. It really bothered mm-hmm. me because I'm like, no, that's what I like. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love starch jeans, you know, and lightly starch. I don't like the heavy-duty starch shirts because, you know, I, I just didn't like the way they felt. But like a light starch, they got a crease still in the sleeve. Everything looks good. It's crisp, you know, and clean. Um, And I, I missed that for years. I've missed that. So now I've went back to starching my jeans, and I'm like, yeah, I don't care what you say. <laughs> Man, that night, and,
0: and I'll tell you that stuff we wore in the '90s, going yeah. you know, to Warrensburg. Yeah, absolutely, um, that stuff is like that stuff is back to Aztec patterns. Now they got a little smarter, and they're not making brush poppers anymore. But it's that same pattern. Yeah,
1: a hundred percent. I've seen a ton of people, and the young kids. The mullets are back. Obviously, you know, if you're country, you got to have a mullet now. I guess right. <laughs> uh, so, so the the. The, yeah, the brush popper style, not so much yeah. the brush popper shirt because people would die of a heart attack um, when they walked out in 90 degrees in those. I don't know how we didn't die. I don't know how we did it. Oh, my God. Was, the whole night long. What is this, br- brush okay. popper? Yeah, okay, so um, <laughs> it's a shirt, just like a Western shirt, yeah. you know, but it's thick. It's like canvas. It's I don't even know how to explain so it. So it's kind of like a skull?
0: Yes, but no. Dude, it's more. It's like it's more like it's a starched canvas. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, dude, it's ter-
1: it didn't breathe. It was it. Oh no. Oh my god, it was terrible. If you were lucky it had a vent in slap the back. In the back. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 that's a real thing. Real thing. Real talk, man. No, seriously, it, it was. It was. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, you know, and 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 you had a cool experience uh, this year. Um, when Garth, you guys closed the store down, Garth came, uh, and spent uh hour and a half or so with you guys there in the, in the store buying things and, and everything. Um, and you asked him a question, which was awesome. When you told me, uh, you asked him about his Mobetta shirts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He said, uh, he said, man, we sold a lot of shirts. And he said, he said, I still have every Mobetta shirt I've ever worn. That's crazy.
1: I mean, yeah. And he probably has prototypes that we didn't even see that they'd never made, that they made just for him. And he never wore, you know, never got to really wear them out or something for whatever reason. What are examples of Mobetta shirts? Okay. So when you think of Garth Brooks, um, like the flaming. Yep. The flame shirts. Oh, okay. The, um, the white and black checkered The one white and black and checkered. One. Those are Mobetta.
2: Okay. Those yeah. are
1: Mobetta shirts. Yeah. So And, gotcha. and they were all one of a kind. Yep. Wow. Yeah, so you could buy Mobetta shirts that look like Garth's, you know what I mean? Um, After he came out, when he did his first Dallas um, uh, TV special, it was like blue, white, and black, you know? Um, I had one. I bought one of those and uh, was so excited. And then, you know, then I realized that, you know, you couldn't ever find the exact one he wore. Right. they were just a little different. You know the piping would be a different color, or whatever, or the 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 colors themselves would be indifferent. Yeah, you know, um, but yeah, so um, yeah, he just he had that thing, um, and and there was a couple other artists that wore San Angelo stuff, mm-hmm. which I I dug San Angelo shirts. Man, they were they were. I wore a ton of those, um, but yeah, so I, I was I was uh, I wanted to ask you about the Yellowstone thing because it had to have taken off. Oh yeah. Man. Because everybody Absolutely. wants to look like Rip everybody wants to look like Rip. You know what I mean? Including uh, me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> 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 I know. I know I want to dye my hair black and just wear my black hat with some sunglasses all the time. But uh yes. but you know, um with with that that do you I mean, what do you think is next in the in the country in the I mean, like I said, you
0: know, we start start like We're swinging right back through the late 80s, early 90s right now. Uh-huh. So that's what everything is right now. Like if you look at what Wrangler's doing, right. It's right back to that late 80s, early 90s. That's great. Oh, it's fabulous. That's it's right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, man. That that's so <laughs> cool. I just,
1: you know, um I I it's kind of funny. Every, every you know, everybody has a, a style and they and they change their adapting their style. Um, back in the day, I, I, I never, I never thought of myself as a big crown, you know, like a, a tall crown, uh, cowboy right, guy. Yeah. And that's the thing right now. Everybody just has kind of a block crown, um, on their hats and they're got the, you know, they're wearing four and a half inch brims, um, that are just. Curled up on the edge, you know, and kind. Man, of... And I
0: haven't seen a tall crown like that since your dad wore one with the with the feathers on the front of it. Absolutely,
2: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: <laughs> it's, but that's kind of what's. That's kind of it's. It's yeah. more
1: rounded than that. My dad's was a little more. Um, I don't even know what shape that is, but there was a little different. But yeah, it was a tall crown. Um, it, that and that's coming back, and and um, I can't wear it. It just doesn't. I got a little short, fat, round face, so it doesn't. You know, it doesn't work with my head, you know. Uh, so I, I, my grandfather, my mom's dad, he wore a cow, his cowboy hat, he wore, um, had a short brim. It was two, like a two and a half inch brim or three inch brim, little short. And he had it curled up a little bit and <clears throat> he had it thin in the middle, you know. Um, I have some pictures of him in one of his hats and, and, uh, um, and he always wore it cocked on his head sideways, just a little bit, kind of slanted on yep. his head and everything. And and I remember seeing those pictures of my grandpa and going, "Man, that's really cool. I like that. I like the way that looks." And so I started shaping my hats that way. Of course, I didn't like yep. the small brim. I wear a four inch, you know. Uh, but
0: but uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, you know, man, I got to say, you mentioned you mentioned Garth Brooks. I just have to say one thing, like. The dude is everything that you would think he would be. He is a kind uh, conversationalist. Um, It was an amazing. He's an amazing person. So I just had to throw that out there since you mentioned him. Yeah, cool. And I got to sell boots with Garth Brooks to his band members.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, which he used to do there. Uh, He worked. He did. He ran
0: him and him and his first wife Sandy ran Cowtown in uh, Goodlitzville, Texas. Yep. I mean, uh, Goodletsville,
1: Tennessee. Goodletsville, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, we AJ and I have a different view of Garth Brooks um, because that's
2: <laughs> that supposed to mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have a different view of him. Uh, you had a really good experience with him, and we we didn't.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. You know,
1: we I don't know he he took uh, like a hundred thousand people. Uh, away from the show that we did the same night. Um, so we, we look at him a Because they were all going to come to Carney. Because they were all coming us. to Carney. I mean, I, yeah. I'd, I'd already had like 89,000 RSVPs. <laughs>
0: yeah, I saw a bunch of the Carney Fair shirts uh, at the concert. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Oh, goodness, man. Well, dude, hey, thanks for being on. Oh. Got three quick questions for you. All right. Yes. This is going to be fast. All right. Favorite movie? Go. Shawshank Redemption. Um, favorite pro wrestler? I got to pick two, the Road Warriors. Okay, all right. Uh, favorite ice cream? Anything from Andy's, especially the AJ Almondinger. Okay, well, that's not ice cream, dude. That's custard.
0: Okay, favorite ice cream. Uh, Rocky Road. All right, perfect. All right, man. I appreciate your
1: time, and we'll talk soon, buddy. Oh, thanks. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye. All right, well. That was Rob. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Rob. Here we go. Good job. Good job. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. I figured. I figured with Yellowstone being as big as it was. Yeah. Or as big as it is, not was as big as it is. It had to affect the the Western wear uh, mm-hmm. world immensely. Yeah. Um. Just because you know if people. I I've seen people. <laughs> I've seen people that now wear Wranglers and boots and and. You know, shirts tucked in with the belts, the whole bit. Uh, and I guarantee they've never had those clothes on their body before. And, oh, you're but, right. But only because of John, you know, yeah. uh, and Casey yep. and Rip and and those guys. You know what I mean? The 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 characters on Yellowstone. They need to put Samuel Elliott on that show. Sam Elliott. Hey, Sam Elliott. Well, Sam. Uh, Sam Elliott is in 1883, <gasps> oh, which is the. Oh, yeah. So Tim McGraw, Sam Elliott. Um,
2: what are the Tim McGraw? <laughs> I saw him on uh, Friday Night Lights. Oh yeah, yeah it's like, yeah. Man, what a jerk! <laughs> Dude's just trying to get with his girlfriend. He comes yeah.
1: in there and duct tapes a football to his hands. Yeah. Yeah, no, Tim, uh, 1883, Tyler Sheridan is is going back and basically explaining why the Duttons are the Duttons, how they yeah. became the Duttons, how it became Yellowstone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be really cool. Um, You know, just another avenue of multi-gazillions of dollars because mm-hmm. people will follow it. But, yep. yeah, Sam Elliott's in that one, Tim McGraw's in that one, and there's some other or some other actors, big God, big actors now. Need one. some Dwight Yokov in there. Oh <laughs> dude, Dwight was awesome in Sling Blade, he's, man. He's, he's great. He is <laughs> great. so I, good. I, I, I would say I like Dwight's acting better than I do his music. Oh. Or really close for me. He's such, he's a great actor. He is a great actor. And he's just his music's good. I mean, I like his music, don't get me wrong. I love, love the music, but i'd say they're on par ah, they're just they're yeah they're it's close it's a close uh i don't know i don't know for me it's a kind of a close thing uh for his acting watch your his... mouth
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you watch your mouth and your... yeah uh um all right yeah um anything anything uh any news anything we need to uh talk about real quick or go over discuss anything not really I bought me an 85 Bronco yeah, the other yeah. day. Yeah, so I know. So would you get the, um, you were having the guy work on the motor or getting the oil leak fixed or whatever? Yeah, Did you there was a,
2: there's a couple leaks here and there. Like oh. uh, one that I can't really find where it's coming from. It's coming from just a little bit out of reach, and I really don't feel like disassembling the entire underneath of my, right. you know. Right. Uh, and one's coming from the transmission pan. And I see where the leak is coming from. I just don't want to deal with it. So right. That's why. <laughs> right. I don't want to do that again. Well, can so. you drop the pan and then re- put the new gaskets in? And yeah, but last time I dropped the pan, I got transmission fluid just all over me and all over the place. And it's like you know, not worth it. Not worth. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll pay somebody to do this next time. <laughs> but I I know exactly what I did wrong, and right. I'm just
1: like you know I'm gonna pay somebody to finish this. And you, you know, here's here's what's funny. I'm not mechanically inclined. I can fix little things. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, oh, that's wrong. I can get to that. I can yeah. fix it. Um, but as far as, like, tearing the motor down and, you know, doing my own brakes and stuff like that, not yeah. going to do it. Not going to do it. Because here's the thing. I will always have something extra. Mm-hmm. There will always be something left over. And I'm like, yeah. well, maybe they just sent extra stuff. Yeah. In that's the what box. I always say. You know, it works. <laughs> yeah. You know, but there's, I'm sure it's not, right. I'm sure right. it's not right. Yeah. So I would rather have somebody who knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, do it, especially with vehicles um, yeah. and, and machinery and things like that. I, I got to have somebody else do it. Now, if I'm going to build something, I can build whatever I want to build sure. and, and I'm okay. But just mechanics, like, you know, I'm just not a I'm not the guy. I don't, I'm not that, that guy. So. Yeah.
2: Well, me neither to an extent, but Hey,
1: Gotta learn. Now like learn I, I would I would sometime like, like body work and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I could yeah. do that. I could do that. I I you know, I, I would be good there. But just tearing into a motor and redoing no, Mm-mm. no. Nope. I know my limitations. Yeah. So my limitations stop filling it up with gas. That's where <laughs> I'm just like I can I can change a tire. Yeah. And I can put oil, you know gas well, in it. I got the
2: back window to roll up and down. I put a new fuel tank in it. I uh Hooked all the well. i um, first things first. Got to get the radio working. You know, I got a uh,
0: important completely
2: rewired all the speakers and everything, <clears throat> right. and and uh, just you know just stuff like that. You know, I got it to where it. I mean, it
1: ran. It you know it runs right. and everything,
2: but right. there were just some leaks.
1: And, now, are you are you going to put new seats in it, or are you going to redo the seats? Just have probably redone? reupholster them. There's there's a guy here in in Belton, um, and I don't what is it. I can't remember what the name of the the place is and that's all they they just do upholstery for vehicles i I know a guy that's awesome yeah so they did my nephews and they put a bunch of tooled leather in it It looked awesome Mm -hmm. so good yeah 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 man well that's it for me okay all right very good uh guys thanks for listening um this week remember uh anywhere you can find podcasts or listen to podcasts we are there um and leave us a review a five-star rating Um, On Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating and a review. Um, Let us know what you want to hear. If you want us to talk about something, uh, let us know. Yeah. Give us a share. Yeah, share. If everybody who listens
2: can tell one person... Then we'd have 10 people listening. That's right. (laughs) And we could turn that into 20.
1: We could turn it into... (laughs) 15 people <laughs> and then they could turn that into like 17 or 18 right but yeah spread the word yeah and absolutely let share, know share, share 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 yep. share share and uh, don't be afraid if even if, if, you know if you don't even care about podcasts or like podcasts who cares share it anyway say so yep. it's a great one uh, tell all your friends about it now alright well we will uh, we'll see you all next time ain't this a sweet life hey guys thanks for listening want to ask a question for a future episode Will hit us up on Facebook or Twitter with hashtag Life Podcast, And be sure to give us a five-star rating and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay up to date on the latest news and information for the Sweet Life Podcast. And we'll see you next time.